0: Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi,
1: this is Rahul Rudy. Today is... uh, March 7th, the time is about 3.30 p.m. Redenium PCR has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on and let our team know that you're a newcomer, that you have never asked the question before so that we can promote you.
2: Jaya? Jaya? Mukesh?
3: Hi. Uh, My advance parole and EAD got approved when I was in India uh, on emergency advance parole. I got my mm-hmm. visa. Uh, now, my uh, and I returned on H1 visa. N- now, my question is uh, uh, because I was in India when my advance parole got approved. So, is it still valid or not?
1: Yeah, if they have approved it, you can use it.
3: Uh, okay. Because I was there on ad, uh, emergency advance parole.
1: and uh, Yeah, and I yeah it's fine. You can oh, use okay. it.
3: I don't see and any problem. Okay, my second question is, uh, I interfiled to EB2, mm-hmm. but I'm not able to understand this 180 days period. What What is that? If What will happen if I leave the company before 180 days? We don't
1: understand either. I don't know where they come up with this 180 day rule. Uh, that doesn't exist in the law. They just came up with somewhere. So okay. at this point, we are concluding that there is a chance that you may get stuck with ed 3 if you live within 180 days. That's the most that we can
3: think. Okay. So my, if I leave company before uh, 180 days, then they will uh, downgrade me again you, to the eb You may stuck. I don't know how they are going to do
1: the changes how they will come to know when you left and all those things we have no idea and where they come up with this rule we have no idea
3: and my son also got a EAD and advanced parole can he use uh, EAD and advanced parole after interfiling uh, he he, had, he, how old he, is he how old is he uh, he's uh, about to be 21st year old. Soon. And his final it's action
1: soon. date, his final action date is current in EB2 also? Yes. I Absolutely. I don't see any problem. He's using the EAD. Next person, please.
3: Thank you.
2: Rakesh?
4: Rakesh? Hey, hey, sorry for that. Uh, hey, Rahul, uh, I've been speaking on mute. Uh, sorry for that. So um, I ha- I'm working with employer A um, and uh, I filed a transfer with employer B, uh, which happens to be my previous employer as well. And he has done the I-9 filing and E-verified and everything. But uh, I'd like to stick to my current employer, employer A. Is that fine? or uh- Absolutely no problem. E, None whatsoever at all. Uh, even after uh, the e I mean, e Even
1: after the E-Verified, even after the H1B is approved. Even if you have joined there for one week and you want to come back to this company,
4: gotcha. as long as this
1: company did not withdraw, you're in good shape. Yeah,
4: uh, one last, uh, 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 an extension to it. Would this cause any issues for my extension with my current employer? No, sir. If it would have been, I would have told you. All right, sir. Thank you so much. appreciate it. Next person, please.
5: Vamshek. Hey, hi, thank you. So my question is like I joined uh, employer A on November 15 and they filed the transfer and I started working on the receipt number and recently my H1 got approved, but the start dates um, mentioned in the approval notice is from October 2022. So is that going to be a problem? Hmm. Why
1: did they put the start date of October 2022? Yeah,
5: I spoke with them. They said like they kept everything correct, but uh, USICS may might have an, uh, made a mistake on that. They said like they will be reaching out to USICS. Yeah,
1: if they reach to the US, did you check with the yeah if, if they if it's an error though, it can be correct. I would I would have filed have them file an amended H1B just in case though.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Just in case, just in case. Next person, please. If, 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 if that's an error done by USCIS, they will normally correct. Did you file in premium processing? Uh, Can you unmute Vamshi? Oh,
5: no. Normal processing.
1: If it's a normal processing, I will do one thing. I'll just file an amendment to make sure that it's corrected. Okay.
5: Okay, so can I work meanwhile until uh, I get...
1: Yeah, I, I, if I wear your your employer's lawyer, I will tell you, you can work. Okay. 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 Thank you. Next person, please.
6: Gaurav. Hi, thank you. Uh, uh, hi, Rahul, I have a question uh, for my wife. Uh, so she, uh, I mean, I haven't gotten my I-140 approved very recently and my H-1B is getting renewed in, in October uh, this year. So, do you suggest that I should go ahead and file H four EAD for her during my current H one B, or should I just wait for the renewal? Uh, which is in when September? is the H one B expiring? You said September. It's September this.
1: And and if it's expiring in September, you're going to file the extension right now. It's
6: right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna process has been kicked off. Uh, but I mean, I was thinking, should I just waste my all energy? in my uh, existing H1B, which is gonna expire uh, and get EAD, which um, I'm not sure that I will be able, she will be able to get that by that time, but. Yeah, uh, I will not waste the money.
7: Okay. Okay.
1: Next person, please. Naveen? they are give so late and yeah, I will not waste. Good. next person, please.
8: Navi. Rahul, oh, <clears throat> thank you for taking the call. A quick question. So uh, currently, I'm working. I'm on H-1B visa for in, working for a non-profit organization, and which I have an uh, I-140 approved as well. So, did you uh, mean
1: non-profit means cap exempt?
8: Yes, exactly.
1: Okay. Exactly.
8: So now that uh, I wanted to uh, move to a different technology or X, Y, Z reason, uh, now I have been uh, applied for uh, this current year's H-1B lottery. So if If in case my lottery is picked up and my case is uploaded, will I have my I-140 priority date be able to port it?
1: Absolutely, it will be ported. Just because you're moving from cap exempt to cap subject has no difference whatsoever at all, except you already know the lottery system, which I don't have to explain.
8: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Like your six year also will port too. Interesting. So assuming if you didn't had an I-140 approval, if you spent five years on this company, this non you moved, you only get one year.
7: Makes sense. Okay. And,
1: and and do you know that even if your H-1B doesn't get selected in the lottery, you can still work for a for-profit company?
8: Something concurrent H-1, something like
1: that. There you go. You got it. Awesome. You've been listening to us. Very good.
8: <laughs> yeah. one last question if you don't mind
1: yes
8: yeah so uh, if uh, in between this uh, H1 is approved can I travel to India and come back without any issues
1: problem is if if the H1 is pending that's not a problem if it's not filed it's not a problem if it's approved it's a problem uh, next right. person please
6: thank you so much
2: Vahid?
5: Hey Rahul, good afternoon.
0: Yes.
5: Um, so my priority
8: date is May 2015. Um, I have a job offer. What do you suggest? Uh, EB2?
1: Definitely EB2, there's no doubt about
7: it. Yeah, I in. Mean, I'm and, on and, EB2. And the, and the re,
1: uh, uh, re, okay. Um, EB2 always gives EB2 and EB3. So you're an EB2 and EB3. Um, if you're making $100, what are you going to get with this company? Say that again. If you're making $100 per year, how much is the offer you're getting from this
8: company? Uh, 200. Yay, damn. <laughs> Um,
1: and are they going to file the green card immediately?
7: Maybe after three months.
1: No, maybe or may not be. That's a I mean, point. after three months. I'm joining. You okay. can shoot me. I'm just telling what I would do. The reason, that's the reason I asked you. If it's 20, 30%, I would not have moved. Okay. I can go wrong. This is judgment, judgment call. Okay. Oh, yeah. Got it. It's because that hundred percent in three months, I took this. Bait. Next person, please. Sorry, any other questions?
8: I mean, do you think that in, uh, my question is in October, twenty twenty
1: two? I cannot, 20? I cannot, I cannot, I cannot tell
8: it. All right, thank you.
1: Okay, don't ask me to predict the same thing. Next person, please. Jaya.
7: Uh, hey, um, hello uh, good afternoon. Um, Yeah. uh, So uh, let me tell my case. So uh, my old employer filed a 485 and 485J, 131 and 765 in. Yeah, they just it's called 485 package, okay. 485 package, right? And that was on October 2020 when EV3 got promoted.
1: I know the story,
7: okay? Yeah. So now um, the current status is uh, my I got 765 and EAD approved. What Uh, about your I-140? I-140 is still pending. Uh, The EB3 I-140 is still pending. Of course. What is the priority Uh, date? November 2012. Okay. Go ahead with the question. So um, I have filed an interfile um, this January on to EB2. Right. Um, So my question is that my current employer is saying that they need to do a 485J uh, for my GC to be approved. The, the, the new company is telling you? Yeah. Is that?
1: Yeah.
7: Okay? Oh.
1: I mean, if you're joining a new company, they may want to be careful and you're joining them on EADs, right? Oh, I already,
7: actually, during this process, I already jumped onto mm-hmm. the employer.
1: But uh, your, I-1, oh, your I-140 for EB3 is not approved.
7: Yeah, it's not approved yet. Uh,
1: I would not have jumped to company B though. I always tell people don't jump the company until I-140 for EB-3 is not approved though. Okay. The reason is that the whole basis for your application is still EB-3. Okay. So it's a wrong step that you did though. So do you know if your previous company is going to withdraw the EB-3 up I-140?
7: No, they are going to keep it actually. So they are going to sponsor me I-140. That's the reason. Yeah, so it's, uh, you should I'm you
1: sorry. should have a private con- you should have a private consultation, sir. I'm sorry, because there are too many butts and dips in this one. Okay, next person, please. You should never move out of the company until I140 is approved. Next person, please.
8: Hi, hi, um, hi, Rahul. So, uh. My wife's I-94 expires, she's in H-1B, I-94 expires in 16 July. Uh, I'm planning to do the H-4 and H-4 EAD change of status during March. Wait, wait.
1: Your, your wife's I-94 of the H-4 is expiring in 16 July 2022, is that right?
8: That she's in H-1B, 2022, right. Okay. I'm planning to do H-4 and H-4 EAD change of status in during March. Um, when is when is your H-1B expiring? 2024, August.
1: Why are you waiting until March?
8: Um, I thought her perm application will be done, but it doesn't seem so. And uh, she wants to move up. More.
1: That's not the question. Why could not you have filed three months before? I didn't do that. No. So, so you want to file right now, is it right? Right now, yes. Okay. Okay, and
8: uh, I'm a little bit confused about the requested effective date. So, let's say if I do it on 1st of June, the requested effective date, can she put her paper in her current employer in 1st of May? Is that a possibility? She can put on 1st of July also. So is, is that fine? Yeah, that's but, fine too. But, but what, will be, what will be the status from 1st of June? You, to 1st of
1: June? If, if, they, if they approve it or if they don't approve it?
8: It's, it's in spending. Obviously, it will be in pending. If
1: it's spending, what do you, what does she want it to do?
8: She wants to leave as soon as possible.
1: If she wants to leave as soon as possible, mm-hmm. she can leave. If she wants to continue until July sixteenth, she can continue. Oh, That's her option. Once you put this, you I normally put the start date of March itself.
8: Okay, so you put... Then I will ask like, her, hey,
1: what do you want to do? You want to leave in April? Leave in April. You want to leave on July sixteenth? Leave in July. The only thing she cannot she cannot do is continue after July Yeah. Unless she has
0: been
1: filed. Yeah. So but but just also, because you're strict, just because you put the start date, is you're not stuck with it. She can either continue working on H1B or she can quit and do nothing.
8: Okay, so H4's effective start date will be first of March, for example, but she can work.
1: She can work until the H4 is approved, uh, yes. Uh,
8: until it's pendingly, until it's not approved, basically.
1: Yeah. Okay. or and but she cannot continue you already know that she can't continue after july 16th.
8: Yeah, yeah
1: yeah i don't have to tell you that yeah. okay thank you rahul thank you so much thank you. next person please
2: samya hello yes ma'am uh, i applied for initial OPT and i received rfe on october 21st i submitted my documents on november 26th and in my case tracker, it's still showing request for initial evidence was sent, but not received. And when I called USCS Customer Care, they said documents were uploaded on December 1st, and I still did not receive any update from them. After 60 days from December 1st, uh, I did not receive any update. So I called USCS Customer Care and I opened a service request. Even that is also expired, but still no update. And again, I opened a service request. But still, there is no update
1: first of all, what is the RFE about?
2: Uh, it's regarding the attendance and the course curriculum the um, which, university, which university
1: which university you where you going
2: uh, it's University of Cumberland
1: we're seeing a lot of RFEs on the company uh, on the University of Cumberland and campusville right now um. You can do one thing: make a copy and send one more time. Uh,
2: but the request for initial evidence, we need to respond. They will give some particular time, right? Before Jan. What 18th, time was it? Jan. 18th, Eighteen. Jan 18th.
1: 18th. You have until March eighteenth to respond because because of COVID, sixty days is extended.
2: Okay. Okay. So, Automatically,
1: all RF fees deadline is been extended by sixty days. So whatever deadline they give it, you have sixty days. So March 18th, it, you still have it. Make a copy. Send it again okay. in FedEx. Yes. You should have done that. Instead of raising the service request you should have done that. Okay.
6: Okay. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Honey? Next person. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rahul, my last year, uh, August, uh, we did a concurrent filing, uh, EB3 140 and the rest of the things. After that, the what company is, got. What, what is your priority? May 2012. Okay, okay, after after that, that, the company company got acquired. Yes. <laughs> so I also have EB2 140. Now we am requesting for interfiling, but the company is still
7: not did the 140 amendment. Uh, as 180 it is crossed for 485, I'm not sure whether we need an amendment because the acquisition
5: happened when it was pending. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Uh, first of all, yeah. first
1: of all. Okay. First of all, to do anything with EB2, you definitely need amendment. Yep. Okay. Now the question is, when was the company being acquired? You said you filed in August of
7: 2021.
1: Yep. When was the company being acquired? November. Well, that's within 180 days. This is what I propose to you right now. Okay. File an amended I-140 EB2 and file a 485 again. Okay. (laughs) The reason is that there is still a technical problem that that the company has been acquired within 180 days. Okay. So, and that may cause some problems. Avoid all the problems by just filing an entirely fresh application. Don't withdraw the old application. Okay. Is there any time limit before we should do the amendment because there's any time limit? no time limit you can do amendment in ten years five years 20 years one year six months one day
7: uh, but if in, i am not doing anything i'm still waiting eb3 will my green card get processed
1: it gets processed it gets processed okay um because uh, it's filed an amendment if there is an rfe we don't know. Okay. the company may want to file an amendment for eb3 also Mm-hmm. And if there is an RFE that creates a problem under your circumstances, refiling is the best option. Though. Okay. 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 Next okay.
7: person.
8: Thank you, Rahul.
1: If you're a newcomer, guys, you need to keep your camera on. Let our team know.
5: Um, hi, Rahul. So um, uh, maybe two questions. One is... Uh, Employer one, I had I one forty approved. Four months left in H one B. I'm currently with employer two. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. Employer A I one forty approved. Okay.
5: Yeah, four months left in H one B.
1: When was I one forty approved? That was two thousand seventeen.
5: Ah. I am in H four eighty still.
1: When did you left the company though? So it was not withdrawn, is it, right? The I one forty that was approved.
5: Yeah, it was not withdrawn
1: it was not withdrawn
5: okay sounds good go ahead so now uh, i'm with employer 2 and um, employer 2 deep, okay. and um, they are planning to open abroad in uk and india mm-hmm. uh, because of new contracts here and uh, they want to expand abroad is it possible to actually move to a manager role and actually have a eb1 even though the income might not immediately be very good uh, we may expand in a year two years down the line uh, and have good income out, out of the India. But uh, here I it is good income. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How many what kind of company is it a consulting company?
5: Yes. Mostly federal In contracts con- and all that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but it's going to be very hard if it's a consulting company to prove how you're going to be managing 15 people though, which is normally a threshold that I would put. Uh
5: they have more than 50 people. And uh, what well, they have more uh, they than are, 50
1: people. How would you be managing 15 people? If it's a Tata Consultancy Service or it's a Wipro and they all go to Coca-Cola company and they have a project there and the project manager is managing it, it's easy for you to document how that project manager is managing 15 people. But if it's a term ABC consulting company, we know how they work, is. right? If they have 50 employees, how are these 50 employees directly working under you while they are spread around all different locations? So EB1C is not that easy, guys. Mostly the denials come there. Now, do you see anybody getting denial in EB2 I-140 and EB3 I-140? Oh, once in a blue moon. Very rarely we see that, okay? Okay. But in EB1Cs, it's very possible. So before you make a big move, moving the entire family into India, it would be better to strategize to look into if it's approval. Based on my conversation, the company has zero things there, has only 50 employees. Just because they have 50 employees doesn't mean that all 50 employees are under you.
5: Okay. Right, okay, so, okay.
1: So you need to have 15 employees here that would be working under. And especially when the USCIS sees that you have a priority of 2017, you are going there to India and you're coming back from there to here. They think it's all a drama. Okay. So it's very unlikely based on your scenario, I would not make a move. But if you want to seriously consult a lawyer to make sure you have all the things, I am not the proper lawyer if you were to consult in our office. It's going to be Rebecca Chen. Next person, please. Sure. Thank you. Rishika. Hey, hey Rahul, this is uh, Sandeep Akshay.
2: I'm Rishika's
6: husband. So good Sandeep. Hey. Uh, I work for a financial firm. Uh, right now, I am located in New Jersey, and I requested for a relocation to Atlanta. My mm-hmm. priority date is um, uh, June 2016, and uh, my attorney, you know, just got back to my manager and myself like, asking me to, you know, refile uh, GC because of my move,
7: and I you know we were both surprised, and uh, if
5: don't know how this
7: far- would
1: have been a IT company, like a Google, like a Facebook, they would have just, they have smart lawyers, just like me. They would have just told (laughs) you don't need anything. And they would have you sign a document that once you get the green card, you promise to come back to New Jersey. And just like all the new year promises that you make to your wife, you can break that promise too. (laughs) Which they will indicate to you very clearly though. Now that's what smart lawyers would do. They don't need these things. But somehow, though, what we notice is that the financial companies like Fidelity, all these, you know, all these Citibank and all those things, as compared to Facebook, Google and Microsoft and all those things, though, they they don't hire, they hire all these kind of mediocre law firms that that rip them off. And then they, they let them rip them off. And they don't, some of them, they don't even do the downgrade applications when needed though, because a lot of the financial companies did not do the downgrade companies, but all IT companies in which we thought that they wouldn't do it, they did So can you call your manager saying that, I am just temporarily moving there. Once I get the green card, I will come back to New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Try to do that trick. Okay. And then if you want, I will give you in writing. Mm-hmm. And once you get the green card, you can't contact me about the promise. Okay. Yes, sure.
4: Next Thank you so much. Thank you so much,
1: Tom. That might help because otherwise you don't want to reinvent the wheel. Next person, yes. please.
4: Sure, sure.
8: Animal? You. Animal? <laughs>
4: hey, you. hey so uh, my, my priority is, is August 2011. Uh, I'm getting a lot 20 of
1: disturbance from your phone animal. Okay. okay. Can, can you hear me okay now? now? Uh, no. Hold okay. on. How about, How about now?
8: now? I'm getting
1: re-sound. 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 Shrikant? Sorry, uh, Hi, can you hear me? Yes, Shrikant. Shrikant.
6: Hi, Rahul. Uh, so my um, amendment has been pending since November of 2021. And the attorneys just decided to upgrade to premium just last week. Uh, my I-1, what I-94 amendment,
1: I-140 or H-1B?
6: I'm sorry. Yep. It's for H-1B and it's from a developer to a manager position. So it's been pending okay. since okay. November. So my 94 expires next month of, uh, she 7th of April. Um, I know I still have time. So wait, 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 wait.
1: When they yep. filed an amendment, they didn't file
6: the extension? They did. Yeah. Amendment plus extension. Okay, good, good. Okay, good. Yep. So the only thing that I'm curious about is, is just in case there's an RFE and then that gets eventually denied post um, April 7th. Obviously, the extension also is going to be denied at the same time. Correct. Of course. Mm-hmm. So proactively, is there something that I can do prior to um, April 7th, either file another petition or file a transfer or you know something along those lines, just in case? But you can
1: request them file an LCA and make it ready. Okay. And sometimes they can even use the old LCA too. And if no result come in by April 7th, have them file one more application. That's one thing that can you can do. And getting transfer is not that easy nowadays. Is that right? I mean, that's you getting a company filing. So if you can work with your company, that will be much better.
6: Got it. And I have multiple positions in the same company and they're, if they're willing to file another petition, can we have multiple petitions filed while an RFE is being reviewed? And
1: Or you can do one thing, have them ready, make it ready and don't file it. If you don't get the decision, you can file it.
6: Got it, got it. All right, just one last question. Um, is change of status to H4, if if was situation, can that be done after an, an H4 expires? And the H1B is denied? No, no. Okay, it. should got be it. filed.
1: You can file, uh, are you eligible for EAD?
6: No, my wife is uh, on H1B, but she is not. Uh, for, uh, you, you can just
1: file for the H4 and then withdraw it later on. That's another thing that you can think of.
6: Got it. Okay. But but if your company is willing
1: to, uh, you can file online H4 application too. Uh, You can do it on the last two days. So you can either try to do the option that I said to you about prepare it and not file it because why waste the money, especially the filing fees. And Mm -hmm. if that doesn't work, you can file the H4. If something comes in, your H4 will be there.
6: Got it. All right. Cool. Thank you so much.
1: Uh, Next person, please. And the last person today.
6: Anamal?
4: Hi, uh, can you hear me okay now, Raoul? Yes, yes, go ahead. Yes, so my priority date is August 2011. I did EB2 to EB3 downgrade in October 2020. Uh, my downgrade I140 is approved last year in May. Uh, I received my EAD AP last year in September. My case was transferred from Nebraska to NBC in November. And last week, I received a mail from Miami Field Office that they are administratively closing my case because when I applied, my priority date was not current. And as per my lawyer, this is clearly USCIS error. So my lawyer is asking me to file like a brand new EB2 application, but I was just curious, is there any way to revive my EB downgrade application, 485? I was secretly hoping to receive green card. Instead, I received this notice of uh, administrative disclosure.
1: Morons. I don't know of any other words other than that. I invented a new word. We we call them baklavas. I mean, these field officers have no clue what they're doing. They have no clue what they're doing. At least a stupid officer should have issued an RFP to educate himself. Though, I want you to do. I I, I like your lawyer. That's one thing I have to tell you. He's a very smart lawyer. You're maintaining the non-immigrant status right now.
4: Yes, I'm
1: on H-1B visa, and my wife is on H-4. I would, I would have, you know, it sounds crazy if I tell my client this same thing, but I can tell you this: that go file under EB-2 right now, okay, and file a mo- motion to reconsider for the EB-3, and it will take like seven, eight years for you to get in cut from that. Okay, you got
4: because the time right, now. Uh, it, uh, opening a uh, service request, they were able to, but they just did like- You will go round
1: around. and round and round and round and round. And okay. it's better. I'm I'm not the one person who's making money on you. Okay. It's your lawyer okay. who's making the money. And believe me, when I tell this to my clients, it's, it sounds very ridiculous. But and I tell to you, because your lawyer is very smart guy. He wants to get you the green card faster. Good, and he gave you an option of filing an EB2. Good, file it under that. There is certain things, though. My ex-boss, Mr. Halim, told me one thing. You fight with the pigs, you may win. You may lose. But according to his consideration, you always lose if you fight with the pigs. So here, by going to EB2, you're avoiding fighting with the pig okay. On the side... So I'm,
4: I'm going to fight you, with pig, you, new least. But is, in in addition filing the new application is there something yeah you can try all these things for the next 10 day 10 years okay no amput smart like Would
1: that help you keep trying it while yes. motion to reconsider you keep okay. trying i'm not telling you to try it but i'm not relying on this 10 year plan okay i will rely okay. on your lawyer's one year plan yeah i already
4: done my pre medicals like brief, everything is done my lawyer is about file But I just wanted to get like second opinion. Thanks, Rob. Smart lawyer. Smart lawyer. You're a good lawyer. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Next conference call is tomorrow at 11.30, guys.